What's up, guys? It's your boy, the hoodlum, Eric Acton, and you're tuning in to the Three Count Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, as always, because, you know, that's what I do. I host this show because... It's awesome. But more importantly, let's go down the roster right now. So currently with me, you guys know him. He's my longest running friend. He's been a guy. He's a veteran. He's from Lincoln, Nebraska. He's a father. He's also a stepfather. He's the man. He is the myth. He is the legend. He is the great one known as Lou the Franchise. Not again that I am the hottest, fastest growing podcast host of a show that doesn't exist. You have to keep caveating this because the show doesn't exist yet. yet. <laughs> it's going to happen. Not yet. All right. But this is the Three Count Presents Now Entering the Ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you. This special guest. You have seen her on WWA. You have seen her on Empower Wrestling. You have seen her as part of SKPW and APW. You have seen her on Ring of Honor, CZW, Rise Ascent, Atomic Championship Wrestling, and my favorite, because this is where I found her, Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. She was, and I'm going to put this out there, Lou, I think I told you this story. She was the smoothest moving person I saw in the ring, and I was like, I'm going to reach out to her. And actually, the day I reached out to you, was the day I was watching that episode. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but she currently also holds a 9-4 record in the LFC. You guys can look that up later because that's not what we're going to talk about. So here <laughs> she is, Vita Von Star. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Stoked. <laughs> Thank you so much for just taking the time and coming to talk to us. Absolutely. Awesome. So here's how it works. I've got a bunch of questions for you. Lou's got a bunch of questions for you. And then we have the world-famous three-count podcast, ten-count questions. We'll get there when we get there. But first things first, I want to know, who is Vita Von Starr? Vita Von Starr is uh, vivacious. I'm an enigma. I am known for uh, being super flashy in the ring, adding a lot of flair I like do everything uh, super extra and pretty because why not? You know, we're going to be fighting each other. Might as well make it fancy. So that's Vita Von Star. <laughs> that is that is very much true. And when I saw like when I saw you on Camp Leapfrog and you were just like hanging from the ropes, I was like, that's an interesting way to get in the ropes. And then like as we were talking before, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, this makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, um, circus is my shoot job. Uh, I'm very fortunate to be able to, prior to COVID, make a living um, being an athlete and being an artist. So uh, I always sought out things that were uh, a difficult physical discipline as well as a creative art form. Um, so wrestling and circus for me, they're kind of like cross training for each other. Uh, Circus stuff is uh, very much strength-based and resistance stuff. You're constantly doing pull-ups and suspending your own body weight, hanging upside down. And wrestling, I get all the cardio in. So uh, it's a good balance, actually. I mean, I'm beat up all the time. But uh, it's a good balance of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. And so tell me, like, what's been the hardest part about – well, actually, now I want to know. I'm genuinely curious. What's been the hardest part about being a wrestler – and an artist in the circus? 
for sure, the hardest thing for me to adapt to was doing things on the fly and not having a lot of time to prepare for shows. You know, um, you know, sometimes maybe you have a couple hours to put a match together or maybe not even, you know, <laughs> maybe 10 minutes, maybe somebody shows up late, whatever. Um, so everything else I had done prior is a massive amount of rehearsal. So, uh, you know, and like in a live show, things never really go exactly according to plan. There's always something off, you know, that's just the, the nature of it, um, which is why live shows are awesome because you always have that authenticity where, you know, it's like, uh, a once in a lifetime kind of thing where even if you're doing the same show multiple times you know each one is always a little different for the audience um so i was very used to being extremely well prepared for everything i did prior to pro wrestling and wrestling you just kind of go in there and you know something will probably get messed up almost guaranteed and <laughs> you know it's just how you react to it and flow with it and depend you know depends a lot on your opponent and chemistry and stuff like that so um that was interesting for me and a challenge for sure oh, i could i could imagine and i know like just even for myself when you talk about like hey you have 10 minutes and you're the first match up and your opponent just showed up like yep cool I guess yeah I'll this out. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my question for you then, my next question is going to be like, what's, what's the best advice that you can give to up and coming wrestlers? Train your ass off. Um, you know, it's always like pay your dues. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it ever really ends, you know, maybe for like the hugest superstars, you know, but uh, it's a constant process of learning and getting better um and it's a ton of work and a lot of times there's not a lot of reward for it um <laughs> but uh you know it pays off in the end and and then you do have those shows where you know it all falls into place where you know you have this amazing match and the crowd's super hot and it's a cool venue a cool company you know and then it's awesome um but it takes a lot to find those moments and to get to those moments so um for me i you know, i think the best advice is just work your ass off you know like anything in life i like it i like it so i'm gonna hand this over to lou he's got some questions for you and then i've got some more questions after that hi Dina. hi how are you good how are you i'm good i'm good my first question is is can i have your autograph of course. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. I'm just kidding. Um, my real question here. Um, what's the best moment in wrestling so far for you? Uh, my best wrestling moment so far? I uh, would definitely say when I got onto Ring of Honor, uh, when I debuted, it's been uh, almost a year now. So this is final Battle Fallout Philly last year in December. And uh, I had no idea I was debuting that night or anything about The Righteous or, you know, I was a fan of Vinny prior um, to everything happening. But uh, no, I literally had no idea 
what was happening. I was just told to show up and, you know, I might be used or I might not. And uh, then Vinny came up to me a couple hours before the show and was like, hey, you know what's going on? And I was like, no. <laughs> told me about uh, the angle and what we were going for. And uh, I was like, sweet, you know. Um, so that was a big moment for me for sure. Uh, cause I always wanted to wrestle for ring of honor. It was always a big goal of mine and, um, it was amazing. And, uh, that's just the beginning. Um, we were, you know, you're we just getting started still, even now, you know, obviously we got derailed with COVID and everything, but, um, we have a lot of stuff in the works. So, uh, it's just gonna get bigger and bigger, but, um, yeah, debuting for ring of honor was like a huge moment for me for sure. Do you have any, like, post-match food that you like to eat? What's that? Do you have any post, post-match post meals that you go after? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I, uh, I try to eat all of my protein, like, early in the day. And then at, at night, usually, after, um, after everything... I usually want like salad and sweet potatoes. That's like a, a go-to of mine. Um, Cause usually I'm starving by the time I get home or I get back to the hotel or whatever, I'm starving. Um, so sweet potatoes, great fiber, stick it in the oven, eat the salad. So I'm not, you know, as hungry while it's cooking and then slap some coconut butter on there. And uh, that usually keeps me going until the next day. What motivates you to improve in wrestling? I'm in a battle with myself constantly. Um, you know, I think it's easy to compare yourself to other people. You know, everyone does it like, oh, why is this person, you know, so far ahead or how did everything fall into place for them or whatever. Um, but I think it's more productive to be in competition with yourself. So for me, it's never, um, I'll never arrive. You know, I don't think you, you ever do. There's always something else to achieve. There's always another level to get to. So um, for me, it's just constantly moving up every time, just getting better. And, you know, you never really perfect the craft, but, you know, putting, more energy into getting better at the, the whole package because it's a lot and it's hard and it's always you know pretty much always hard um always a challenge so uh yeah the thing that keeps me going is just always knowing that there's another thing to achieve cool all right my last question for you let's jump in the time machine let's speed it up five years where do you want to be uh five years from now, I would say I want to have at least one Ring of Honor title under my belt. Um, hopefully, we can get back to traveling in the uh, not-too-distant future. So, uh, I would love to go train in Japan and Mexico to work with the Lucha guys. I that would be amazing. That that's definitely on my list. Cool. Awesome. So, then, you know. With all these other questions that we're asking you, I want to know, what's the worst bump you've taken? Uh, probably when I got German suplexed by a 300-pound man. Um, this is in training, just in a, like, heat drill. And um, 
that was not a good time. Um, I've taken some really bad bumps. I mean, everyone's taken some shitty bumps. But, uh, yeah, I basically got chucked like a rag doll across the ring. Um, I was not okay. It messed up my shoulder real bad. Um, I was out for a couple weeks because of it. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a whole bunch of suckitude right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that big of a person. So, um, yeah, 300-pound man can actually throw me pretty far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. Not so fun. <laughs> so what's the hardest you've ever been hit in the ring? Um, I spent a lot of time training with Ophidian the Cobra, and he uh, he's pretty well known for extremely hard chops. Um. You know, a lot of, you know, chops are kind of like, uh, you know, it takes your breath a little bit, but with him, it's like, he just puts his hand through your chest. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I've never been chopped worse than I have by him. So, <laughs> Yes. I have, I have heard of the legends of Ophidian's chops. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you're not the first crazy enough of all the interviews I've done, you are not the first person to tell me that. Oh, either. wow. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm well adjusted to know. I was like, man, like when she said Ophidian, I was like, yeah, I know. I've heard this yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, this is, this is, uh, yeah, this is a number. I don't remember how many numbers now, but yeah. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> so That's really funny. <laughs> my my uh my last question for you before we jump into the 10 count questions uh this is definitely one of my favorite questions to ask every wrestler has one of these and i'm curious about yours what's been your favorite fan interaction um oh wow that's a hard one because there's so many um i really love the the little girls in the crowd and i always know if there's like a gymnast or a dancer in the crowd um, at Atomic, actually, one of the other guys on the roster has a, a really lovely family, and he has a couple daughters, and uh, they're like my cheering section, even if I'm heel, um, <laughs> and I, I love I love seeing them. Um, yeah, I, I love the, girl, the young girls. They're always, like, a thing for me to, you know, because I remember being, like, a young girl, and, you know, for me, like when I was a kid, like gymnastics was like my big thing. So just, you know, watching gymnastics on TV and stuff like that. Like I could always relate to, you know, the, the girl, the woman who is like doing all the flips and, and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I think I kind of like see myself in those young girls a little bit. So. Oh, that's awesome. I, I like that actually. Cause I have a, I have a nine-year-old myself, nine-year-old daughter and she's like, to watch some of the people who who have been performing and then unfortunately like this episode like we're recording is kind of late because you know she's in bed right now but normally she's on and she loves to interview like people all the women that we have on the show because i definitely love and i love having positive influence women such as yourself come on the show and have these great discussions with her so and like that's awesome yeah i like to introduce her to a bunch of a random bunch of people so she's she's been around the block knowing like who's who now so she has a (laughs) <laughs> so it's so important you know and like especially you know in today's like culture and society like w- women you know girls need to see that women kick ass and are just as strong and can do all the same things you know like it's 
we're breaking down more and more barriers as we go along, but there's still like so much work to be done. And, you know, that's always like so important for me to, to see those girls that are just like, you know, young and fearless and like already kicking ass and don't have those like preconceived notions of like anything holding them back, you know? Yeah, definitely. And she's, it's funny too, because like, um, last February, like, so I, I'll tell you, I was, I started training January of 2020. Um, and so I keep, I keep her out of the ring, right? Because she's, she's eight turning nine. So I keep her out of the ring. And one time she got into the ring, we were tearing down the ring. She got in and, um, she also does this handstand and just drops. Perfect. Everybody like stopped doing what they were doing. They all looked at her and they're like, well, I guess we know where she's going to be at. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Seven years from now, I definitely know what's going to be happening. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> all about it. So that's all of our big questions that we do have for you. But we do have the world famous three count podcast, 10 count questions. So here's how it works. We're going to fire off a bunch of questions at you rapid quick. It's the first thought that comes to your mind. So we're going to put the imaginary timer on the clock. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite movie? Kill Bill. Oh, yes. Let's go. Strong women. Mm hmm. So, Freddie or Jason? Freddie. Favorite candy? Nerds ropes. Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. This is a this is a brand new question. I'm actually just debuting it specifically just for you. Marilyn Manson or Rob Zombie? Rob Zombie. Hell yeah. <laughs> Favorite TV show? Uh, American Horror Story. What season? Probably Asylum. Yeah, that was actually yeah. my favorite too. Actually, I, I tell people too, um, I had to go with uh, The Coven and then Freak Show and then... Uh, Murder House, because those are like all oh, amazing. Freak things. Show, I love too, because you know, circus, creepy circus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then see Neil Patrick Harris as like the crazy magician. I was like, yeah, that trick. He's me good, out. man. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Batman or Superman? Batman, gotta be. And then your favorite podcast? This one right here. That's right. <laughs> we had nothing to do with this. What are you doing? <laughs> No coercion whatsoever in this. All right, so (laughs) nominate someone to be on this podcast. Um, I'm going to say Gabby Gilbert, just off the top of my head. I'll tell you to pick a second one. (laughs) A second one? (laughs) Um, We love you, Gabby. (laughs) Totally. Uh, Corinne Mink. All right, cool. (laughs) Um, and then last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this show, favorite curse word? The F-bomb. I mean, universally applies to everything. So. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a PC show. We know what you're talking about. The <laughs> word starts with F. Friendship. That's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for the 10 count questions. So Here's what we need from you, right? So tell our listeners and our viewers where they can find you on your social media platforms. 
Uh, look me up on Twitter, V Von Star and Vita Von Star on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to do a shameless plug here. Vita Von Star, Circus Strong style t shirts, hot off the press. DM me if you want one. I'm going to do some mail orders next week. So hit me up with your size and address and I'll send it out to you. Awesome. That's, you heard it here. You can pick them up from her. So, with that being said, this is the Three Count Podcast presents now entering the ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, here with Luda Franchise. This is, like I said, now entering the ring with Vita Von Star. So tune in to the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you again. <laughs> hey, guys. If you like this video, make sure you subscribe to our channel to get the best content from The Three Count. We're the best podcast out there. Don't let anyone tell you different. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Three Count Pod as well as on Twitter at Three Count underscore pod.